ಅಮಾನಿತ್ವಮದಂಭಿತ್ವಂ ಅಹಿಂಸಾಕ್ಷಾಂತಿರಾರ್ಜವಂ ಆಚಾರ್ಯೋಪಾಸನಂ ಶೌಚಂ ಸ್ಥೈರ್ಯಮಾತ್ಮವಿನಿಗ್ರಹ ಇಂದ್ರಿಯಾರ್ಥೇಶು ವೈರಾಗ್ಯಂ ಅನಹಂಕಾರ ಜನ್ಮ ಮೃತ್ಯುಜರಾವ್ಯಾಧಿ ದುಃಖದೋಷಾನುದರ್ಶನ ಅಸಕ್ತಿರ್ನಭಿಷ್ವಂಗ ಪುತ್ರಾರಾಗೃಹಾಶು ನಿತ್ಯಂ ಚಮಚಿತ್ತಷ್ಟಾನಿಷ್ಟೋಪತ್ತಿಷು ಮೈಚಾನನ್ಯೋಗೇನ ಭಕ್ತಿರ್ವ್ಯಾಭಿಚಾರಿಣಿ ವಿವಿಕ್ತೇಶಸೇವಿತ್ವರತಿರ್ಜನಸಂಸದಿ ಅಧ್ಯಾತ್ಮಜ್ಞಾನಿತ್ವಜ್ಞಾನಾರ್ಥದರ್ಶನಿ ಪ್ರೋಕ್ತ ಅಜ್ಞಾನ ಯದ್ ಅಥೋನ್ಯಥ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಹ್ಯೂಮಿಲಿಟಿ ಪ್ರೈಡ್ಲೆಸ್ನೆಸ್ ನಾನ್ ವೈಲೆನ್ಸ್ ಟಾಲರೆನ್ಸ್ ಸಿಂಪ್ಲಿಸಿಟಿ ಅಪ್ರೋಚಿಂಗ್ ಅ ಬೋನಫೈಡ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಯಲ್ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಟಿಲ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ವಿ ಹಟ್ ಕವರ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಪ್ರೀವಿಯಸ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಯಲ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಬಿಗಿನ್ಸ್ ವೆನ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಹಂಬಲ್ and humility we discuss it means not being anxious to receive the satisfaction of being honored by others prideless devotee should be non violent one should be and non violence means not inflicting any stress to other living entity and thus if a person is giving material pleasures to other living entities which is not in line with krishna consciousness then that is also violence sense gratification so real non violence means preaching krishna consciousness to people because if we don't preach everybody is suffering we also understood tolerance simplicity devotee should not be duplicit heart should be very very clean even to the enemy one should be able to reveal the truth this is called simplicity and approaching a bona fide spiritual master spiritual life begins from here and then further we will discuss today shosham sthairyam atma vinigraha cleanliness steadiness and self control renunciation of the objects of sense gratification absence of false ego anahankara evacha the perception of evil of birth death old age and disease janma mrityu jara vyadi dukha doshanudarshanam non attachment to children wife home and the rest and even mindedness amid pleasant and unpleasant events constant and unalloyed devotion to me resorting to solitary places detachment from the general mass of people accepting the importance of self realization and philosophical search for the absolute truth all these i thus declare to be knowledge and what is contrary to these is ignorance we also discussed very important thing in the previous session that one should not depend upon one's convictions to decide the course of one's life because the convictions are also part of the field and they keep on changing we are convinced about one thing then we get convinced about some other idea so these ideas are convictions as krishna tells in bhagavad gita as per their own natures i give them faith from the heart so that they can become faithful to some particular demigod tamsik people krishna inspires them to become faithful towards uh chandi lord shiva like that and other rajasik devotees they are worshiping brahma and other devatas and satvik people are able to worship lord vishnu so which specific devata there are so many worships and very very tamsik living entities they have face in ghosts and 
such tamasic activities krishna inspires them to perform because they choose to remain in that mode of ignorance so as per once configuration of the machine in which mode the machine lies unique convictions we will harbor and then we will think if i worship this ghost then that would be the greatest benefit for my life those people who are satvik they understand this life is temporary by worshiping the ghost i will destroy my enemies but who is enemy who is friend we are all playing just a role here we are all part and parcel of krishna i should have compassion for all the living entities even though somebody is inimical but this understanding only satguna person can develop so one should not depend upon one's convictions and thus surrender to a spiritual master who is free from the changing influences of such fields they only can transfer to us right conviction that conviction which is based on truth not basis or perception animal chases convictions basis animals perception that there is water in the desert but then dies chasing that water and today in the morning shila prabhupad very nicely he was comparing this with the situation in material world just like animal runs after water in the desert we run after happiness in this material world animal dies never gets water in mirage similarly we die but never get that happiness which we are always hankering for in this life so that is a mirage but uh, our convictions which are produced by field they make us believe if you do this activity oh more money is happiness more physical enjoyment is happiness drugs is happiness movies is happiness socializing is happiness x y z so many convictions but nobody becomes happy it is a mirage one never gets it so thus one should follow spiritual master who is free from such effects such changing convictions and thus lord krishna 5000 years ago when he came here very mercifully god himself creator of knowledge knowable and everything he is giving uh, the perfect process of knowledge so in this way a person begins his journey starts with humility pridelessness tolerance non violence simplicity and then these further elements they develop gradually so today we will see from shocham we understood the acceptance of bona fide spiritual master to follow the path of absolute reality now next element is shocham shocham means cleanliness cleanliness is essential for making advancement in spiritual life there are two kinds of cleanliness one is external another is internal for external cleanliness one is supposed to take bath so brahmanas in vedic culture they would take bath three times in a day and change their clothes also three times in a day such uh strict they were in maintaining cleanliness so same thing we should follow now also although changing clothes may not be feasible because now the situation is very different so same clothes we can wear for the entire day but next day definitely we should change the clothes and that day also if there is too much of sweating then we have to change the clothes so always fresh clothes we should have so need not change three times in a day after every bath but at least every next day we should change clothes and we should take bath three times in a day and uh, once we can use soaps and all otherwise just a water bath or a shower is sufficient but three times in a day we should take bath minimum two times we should take bath morning and evening every day so this external cleanliness is very very important and apart from body we should keep all other our belongings also clean our house should be clean room should be clean 
Uh, everything should be clean. Vehicle should be clean. Cleanliness is next to godliness. So God is clean. If somebody is dirty, one cannot approach God. So thus those who are pujaris, they don't even touch other people because they don't maintain these shuchi standards. If they touch any other person who is impure, they have to take bath again. So the untouchability, it's sprout up from this process. It is just restricted to pujaris who are doing deity worship. Uh, not that eternally somebody has become untouchable. But it is very, very important. There are gross and subtle uh, dirt which are deposited and that is cleansed by taking bath. So this is about external. And obviously, if we are maintaining this external clarity, automatically our heart also becomes clean. And what to do for internal clarity? What is internal dirt? Internal dirt is rajas and tamas, greed and lust in the heart. So how to maintain internal cleanliness? That is by always thinking of Krishna and always chanting Hare Krishna. As Prabhupada has mentioned here, you can read. External cleanliness means always taking a bath, but for internal cleanliness, one has to think of Krishna always. Please mark the word always. One has to think of Krishna always. If we are not thinking of Krishna, that means heart is dirty because the natural state of the heart is to always remember Krishna. So if you are forgetful of Krishna, means dirt has settled in the heart already. It has taken uh, its position. So always we have to try to think of Krishna and chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. This process cleans the accumulated dust of past karma from the mind. And when the heart is thus cleansed, Chetu Darpan Marjanam, then we are very easily able to understand all these things which we are discussing. What is my real position? What is this material world? What is spiritual world? Who we are? What is my actual identity? What is God? What is the process of attaining God? All these things become very clear. But internal purity is weighted. And one more thing which Prabhupada mentions in other places, which is not mentioned here, is evacuation. So some people feel it is all right to go every other day or twice in a week. But no, every day we should evacuate. That is important. If that is not happening, so many diseases will come up and we'll become tamsic. So we should adjust our diet in such a way that proper evacuation is also happening. So internal cleanliness, external cleanliness, both are important. And the most important is it begins with internal so always chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. And always think of Krishna. And then it will be reflected outside also. And they both complement each other because now in the bodily concept of life, subtle and gross are very much related. If mind is clean, body will become clean. If body is clean, mind will become clean. And similarly, if the body is unclean, then mind will become unclean. And if the mind is unclean, then body again will become unclean. So that is why we have to, because we are in the bodily concept of life, external cleanliness is also very important. Although when one becomes very, very advanced Paramhansa, then a person may give up all these rules and regulations because they are not at all in the bodily concept of life. Like Lord Shiva. So Lord Shiva is a pure devotee. And although he's having skulls and uh, he's having tamsic appearance, he's having ashes on his body. He roams around in the graveyard, but he's not at all affected by all these things. But for us, it is very, very important to maintain internal as well as external cleanliness. So this is very important point. Please always try to think of Krishna within the heart and always chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra. This is called Shacham.
so we discussed uh, six principles in the Upadesh Amrita series. And here again, it is being mentioned steadiness, therium. Steadiness means that one should be very determined to make progress in spiritual life. Without such determination, one cannot make tangible progress. So Srila Prabhupada explains that Krishna consciousness is not difficult, but determination that I have to become a pure devotee of Krishna in this life as soon as possible. I have to make my Krishna consciousness perfect. That is very difficult. So Prabhupada explains, if one is determined, then Maya cannot touch you. And if you are not determined, then even Krishna cannot save you. So thus, we understand how determination is very important. Just like a materialist is determined. We see various examples of people playing in uh, you know, Paralympics and other such things. They are handicapped. But they struggle against all odds because determination is very, very strong. I have to attain it. People fail so many times, but they are determined. In a similar fashion, we will fail in spiritual life, but not to lose heart because there is no other way. On one side, there is unlimited birth, death, old age, disease and harassment while we are living. And another side is eternal life, free of diseases, free of old age, free of any anxiety. Just imagine that is called Vakuntha. So one should be very, very determined to put an end to all the miseries. But attaining such determination is not easy. If a person gets such determination, then Maya cannot touch. So determination is very powerful. So how do we get this determination? And without this determination, if you do not have, one cannot make tangible progress in spiritual life. So one has to have a rock solid determination. So how this determination arises in our life? So Prabhupada explains, one gets this determination by tapasya. So human life is meant for tapasya. Tapo devyam putra kayena satvam, voluntarily accepting discomforts in life. Of course, those should be after Acharya Pasanam, one who has taken shelter of Acharya, he is worshipping the Acharya. So as per the rules and regulations given by the Acharya, thus Prabhupada mentions. So Tapasya gives determination. That is why we have so many rules and regulations. So getting up 4 o'clock in the morning, it's a Tapasya. And we may not like it. We may like to sleep little late at night. We may be greedy to earn more money or let me work more hard for my boss. And or we may be greedy for name and fame and some other things, or we may be in the mode of passion, we get carried away, but that is breaking tapasya. So we have to sleep early, we have to get up early without getting up at four o'clock in the morning. There is no question of spiritual life. We'll be doing such 16 hours and other things, but we'll be there on material platform. So Prabhupada tells there is no question of spiritual life. So in Vedic culture, so much tapasya a person has to do. So there is no question of becoming perfect if a person lives at house. You have to leave house. Leave the comforts and coziness of family members and relatives and people who show affection to you. Go and live alone. Then only it is possible to perfect. And then there also in the jungle, you have to take more jungle anyways austerity. In jungle also, you have to stand in water neck deep in the winters. Then when it is burning sun overhead, you have to burn fire all around and sit in the middle. And that scorching heat of the fire and sun you have to tolerate. And a person has to fast for so many days and so many other such tapasyas are recommended. 
chaturmasya don't use your hands for eating eat like animals directly lick from the floor and such tapasya devotees were doing they were expected to do as we see goswami is hardly sleeping at all changing tree every night so rigorous tapasya is required in spiritual life of course now in kaliyuga it is easy for us so prabhupada tells now we are telling something very simple you get up in the morning but how fallen we are just see we want to sleep for five more minutes i cannot get up early in the morning then how you can go back to godhead you cannot fast on the fasting days then how you will go back to godhead so thus fasting on some days all the ekadashis other appearance days disappearance days that is very important tapasya getting up early 4 o'clock in the morning is very important tapasya and taking cold water bath in the brahm mohurta when we get up it is a tapasya so controlling your tongue honoring only krishna prasadam it's a tapasya and uh, such four regulated principles no uh, meat eating no intoxication no gambling no illicit sex there is a lot of pleasure in sex illicit sex watching such things enjoying such things but one has to restrain that is the biggest pleasure of this world and the entire varnashram system is just to curb down this pleasure this is the pleasure which binds the living entity to this material world and creates all the illusory concepts of life so simple but these are not hard things unfortunately because of wrong association we have become addicted to breaking such regulative principles otherwise it is not difficult when we start getting up early in the morning whether you get up at 9 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the morning it does not make any difference just we have to get used to it but for us it can be tapasya in the beginning who are not used to it but it is very very important for spiritual life so we have to be uh, very very enthusiastic for doing tapasya we have to understand aim of human life is only tapasya tapo divyam putrakayena satvam shuddhyet this is the only purpose of human life voluntarily accepting discomfort because vishaya khalu sarvatasyat if you want sense pleasure it is available in so many other species you become devta enjoy life you become demon you enjoy in tamasic mode animals also enjoy sense gratification but human life especially short time you can attain a life of complete freedom from all anxiety no death no old age no disease so for that tapasya is required so i request all of you please uh, have uh, uh, the good association of devotees and try to stick to a mentor take their guidance and uh, keep reporting your sadhana regularly every day only when somebody is monitoring us following up on us we'll be able to do it sadhana so thus please be a part of this community and try to be regular in sending sharing your reports and thus automatically we'll be advancing in this tapasya and then we'll be determined especially it is brahmacharya which brings determination it is very very important and unless we follow all these rules and regulations very nicely chanting 16 rounds every day early in the morning as early as possible and uh, hearing bhagavatam and four and other such things which are mentioned four regulated principles it is very very difficult to control the mind maintain brahmacharya so all the rules and regulations are very very important we should not neglect it and the greatest tapasya is following the instruction of the spiritual master leading our life perfectly as per the guidance of the spiritual master that tapasya brings quickest purification the spiritual master tells us to go to some place we go there that is the highest form of austerity immediately purification happens and without guidance of spiritual master 
austerity may simply bring pride in the heart or oh, see i can fast on all the days in a week who has told you to do like that so it has to be done strictly under the guidance of the spiritual master so when we do such tapasya and the first tapasya is brahmacharya we get determination and once we get determination then nobody can stop us maya cannot touch and if we don't have this determination krishna also cannot save because krishna does not interfere with our free will so please try to do tapasya human life is only meant for tapasya voluntarily accepting discomfort then sthairyam atma vinigraha self control self control means that one should not accept anything which is detrimental to the path of spiritual progress so any action that we are taking in life we should see whether this action is going to bring me spiritual advancement if not i should control myself this is called self control our life should be our senses should be directed in such a way so as to advance in krishna consciousness and thus uh, connected element is the next item and that is indriyartheshu vairagyam that means regulating the senses renunciation of the senses the senses are so strong that they are always anxious to have sense gratification one should not cater to these demands which are not necessary some sense gratification is required if you don't eat anything body we cannot maintain which is a gift to us to have spiritual realization such a chance is offered after going through all the species for millions of uh, years then this is a gift an opportunity so it should be maintained very nicely so tapasya should not be done at the cost of health maintaining good health is very very important we have to focus on our health because in a healthy body we can have sufficient spiritual progress so just to keep the body in a healthy state one has to satisfy the senses so sleep but don't take pleasure out of sleep let me sleep more than 7 hours 8 hours 10 hours 12 hours like that then that is very bad that is sense gratification but to keep the body fit 5 6 7 hours that is all right the senses are so strong that they are always anxious to have sense gratification senses will demand satisfaction but one has to starve the senses so this training has to be done just like we build the muscles by going to gym and then we are able to lift more weights similarly by practicing starving the senses we will be able to control our senses but this is very very important we should be very scared of sense enjoyment it is sense enjoyment only which breeds all the illusions in our life so the more we control our senses we advance in our spiritual power so just to keep the body and soul together sense gratification is allowed but not more than that never for enjoyment sense enjoyment is sweet poison it is jumping into fire we are moth and sense objects are fire we enjoy with feel we are enjoying but then we end up losing our life so not that one should be seeking sense enjoyment as all the materialists are seeking devotee should be very very fearful of sense enjoyment because we understand the sense enjoyment is another face of misery so one should be scared of enjoying the senses one should not cater to these demands which are not necessary the senses should be gratified to keep the body fit so that one can discharge his duty in advancing in spiritual life and how to execute it but it is very very difficult my eyes keep on looking trailer of the movies my eyes keep on watching some cricket match or football match and some other uh, unnecessary videos and so many other things 
and my ears i cannot control i have to hear music my skin i cannot control and other things cannot control. so how to do this reproductive organs very strong pull is there i cannot control cannot help myself so here the secret is given the most important and uncontrollable sense is the tongue if one can control the tongue then there is every possibility of controlling the other senses so this is the secret so nowadays movies have taught everybody that if you talk so much then you are smart and people unnecessarily want to crack jokes unnecessarily want to become center of attraction actually center of attraction is the disease only krishna should, should be center of everyone's attraction because if anybody is attracted towards krishna then they are moving towards liberation and if we attract people towards us what what benefit we are going to give it to them so thus center of attraction only krishna should be we wanted to compete with krishna so that is why we want to attract people towards us so we have to come out of this disease so uh, we should talk less because people are talking more and they are trying to act smart to impress others their minds are always disturbed if you keep on talking then disturbance would be there in the mind and then we will not be able to control other senses also that is why gravity is one of the important qualities of devotee speak only for krishna consciousness you can keep on talking entire day 24 hours and such talk will give us ecstasy and uh, complete control on all the senses material senses become completely loose if a person is uh, absorbed in talking about krishna but talk should be only about krishna otherwise a tongue should be controlled should not be used for any other purpose so if we have the vague which is very very strong so uh, that is why krishna consciousness is so beautiful you need not stay silent if there is strong vega keep on chanting keep on talking preaching about krishna consciousness so that is very good but otherwise mundane talks we should not indulge in so uh, we should vibrate krishna's name and another function of tongue is to taste we should not taste any food which is not offered to krishna so now if it is not possible whenever it is possible to have offered food please try to take it and gradually krishna will arrange seeing our sincerity that everything whatever we are having is krishna prasadam but having krishna prasadam only is very much important it not just helps in spiritual advancement but it also keeps the body very fit and builds fine brain tissues by which we are able to have good memory and able to understand krishna consciousness so have only krishna prasadam and speak only about krishna or krishna's names then in this way all the senses can be controlled this is a great secret so thus satatam kirtayantu maam always chanting krishna's name it solves always preaching krishna consciousness it solves all the purpose thus all the other senses come under control but controlling senses is important this is the process of devotional service as far as the eyes are concerned they should not be allowed to see anything but a beautiful form of krishna that will control the eyes similarly the ear should be engaged in hearing about krishna and the nose in smelling the flowers offered to krishna this is the process of devotional service and it is understood here that bhagavad gita is simply expounding the science of devotional service devotional service is the main and sole objective unintelligent commentators on the gita try to divert the mind of the readers to other subjects but there is no other subject in bhagavad gita but devotional service next anahankara evacha aham 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 means i ahamkar false ego 
means accepting this body as oneself. Aham, I am this body. When one understands that he is not this his body, but a spirit soul, that is real ego. Ego is there. What is ego? Ego means sense of identification. Some people tell we should become free from ego. That is not possible. Because we are eternally existing. I have sense of identity. I exist. I am. But I am this body. This is called false ego. That is wrong. Every night I enter into another bodily concept. And I think I am that body. That is wrong. Similarly, now also it is wrong when I am thinking I am this body. This is only because of a subtle energy which is called false ego. Just like when we take drugs, they create some hallucination. We are able to see some things which do not exist in the way we perceive them. In a similar fashion, this fine energy, when it enters the body, false ego, then a person starts believing that this hallucination happens. I am this body. So one has to be free from false ego. False ego is condemned, but not real ego. In the Vedic literature, it is said, Aham Brahmasmi, I am Brahm, I am spirit. This I am, the sense of self, also exists in the liberated stage of self-realization. This sense of I am is ego, but when the sense of I am is applied to this false body, it is called false ego. When the sense of self is applied to reality, that is real ego. There are some philosophers who say we should give up our ego, but we cannot give up our ego because ego means identity. We ought, of course, to give up the false identification with the body. Next, Janma Mrityo Jaravyadi Dukkha Doshanu Darshanam. We are finding so many dukkhas and doshas in this world. We are thinking if uh, my car is not self-driven, then that is dosha, that is dukkha. I should simply sleep. My car should automatically take me to my office without any driver, driverless cars. We want to have a solution to this problem. Then we are thinking, oh, uh, this uh, traveling is consuming so much of my time. This is also Dukkha. So let me teleport myself. In one second, I should be able to reach my office. So that is another research which is happening. Or some many other mundane researches are there. I need to hear more songs. I need to store more songs very easily. How to solve this problem? So these are not real problems of life. What is a real problem? Real problem is disease. So many diseases. Real problem is death. Real problem is birth. Although we have forgotten, we keep on suffering and forgetting the issues. So we suffered a lot. That is why when the child takes birth, child does not laugh. Child cries like anything. Because there is so much of suffering in the womb. But this is a great horror to take birth in this world. So by Krishna's mercy, till seven months, there is no consciousness in the womb. But after seven months, consciousness comes. And then the child endures so much of suffering. And if the child is pious, it prays to Krishna that Krishna, in this life, I will engage myself in your devotional service. Please engage me. But when the child comes out, this is such a trauma that it loses the memory of such trauma in the womb. So although we have forgotten and that happens to us, we commit some mistake, we suffer because of it and then we forget. And then we again commit same mistake and we wonder why have I committed? We commit the mistakes repeatedly because we forget the suffering. So thus we have forgotten the suffering of birth, but birth is great suffering. So although we cannot uh, 
validate using experience because we have completely forgotten but it is as per the instructions of bhagavatam it is very very miserable situation and the child suffocates and cries like anything even within the womb and of course it comes out also crying so birth is a great misery and death is anyway misery old age and disease so any research work that we should do it should be done to solve these problems of life so when we understand these are the real problems of my life and a person endeavors to solve these four problems this is progress in the path of real knowledge this is element of knowledge ordinary people are not able to understand these things so they are uh, in very very low animal concept of life animal goat is eating grass another goat is getting killed animal does not bother so unfortunately human being are getting degraded to such animal platform so when we are very very serious to solve we are able to see birth death old age disease these are problems i don't want to become old anymore in the next life i don't want to die again i want to make solution of these problems that is an element of knowledge so prabhupad explains unless we have a pessimistic view of this material life considering the distress of birth death old age and disease there is no impetus for making advancement in spiritual life so as far as uh, material life is concerned one should be very very pessimistic for it if uh, a prisoner becomes very optimistic about uh, living in jail then there is no impetus he may commit crime again or oh, jail life is very good let me keep on committing crime that is not the intent of the government and that is neither happiness for the prisoner so such all such nonsense philosophies motivational speakers which make us optimistic that is against the version of bhagavad gita lord krishna is trying to make arjuna very pessimistic of this material world by quoting so many miseries of this world dukhalyam ashashvatam anityam asukham lokam the next important element is anabhishvanga asakti putra dara grahadishu putra means children son and dara means wife graha means house adishu etc relatives as for detachment from children wife and home now uh, what does it mean detachment should one have no feelings for the family members so here prabhupada explains it is not meant that one should have no feeling for these they are natural objects of affection but so this detachment what does it mean who should have how much we should have so prabhupada is explaining they are the natural objects of affection but when they are not favorable to spiritual progress then one should not be attached to them so if the parents are pure devotees and if the child is attached to the parents there is liberation but the parents are not pure devotees or mixed devotees then even though they can be very very exalted ragunath das goswami his uh, father was very very uh, nice devotee of krishna and he was having great respect for all the goswamis and haridas thakur came and stayed at his place and haridas thakur is such an exalted personality he does not go anywhere but he also stayed in in his place hiran majumdar gordhan majumdar and they were very rich and they were maintaining all the brahmanas were doing all the charity they had strong faith in chaitanya mahaprabhu when chaitanya mahaprabhu when ragunath das goswami wanted to leave away from the house and join the movement full time so he was very rich man and uh, uh, he wanted to give uh, all the allurements to his son but the son was very renounced and they got uh, the son married also so this is the very nice tool to keep the children at home you get them married then they will not go away it's a very strong attachment 
but raghunath das goswami was not attached to his wife also so when the mother got to know that this uh, child has become completely renounced he is trying to run away so mother told that you please bind him in ropes otherwise he will run away from the house again then the father told so if chaitanya mahaprabhu's mercy has fallen upon some living entity then who can bind him so we have ashwarya like indra the king of heaven we are so rich and he has wife which is so beautiful like demi goddess but such things cannot bind him then who can bind this is the result of mercy of chaitanya mahaprabhu so there is no point in binding him in ropes so his father was having this understanding he was great devotee of lord chaitanya but in chaitanya charitamrita they have been classified as materialist so either a person is completely surrendered to krishna very simple either a person is completely obedient to government or a person is criminal so association of criminals is never sought so one cannot tell that you know prabhupad gives very nice and understanding as per the law if somebody is advocate you might be better knowing if somebody steals a cucumber or somebody steals a diamond the punishment is same 6 months imprisonment so khira chor and hira chor chor is chor you cannot tell i simply stole a cucumber so i i deserve less punishment or i am a gentleman no so anybody who is not perfectly surrendered to krishna if he maintains some independence then the whip of material nature it will not leave us will continue suffering so thus we should be eager how soon can i surrender completely unto krishna so what is complete surrender to krishna means surrender to spiritual master what is surrender to spiritual master surrendering to the institution of spiritual master our immediate authority devotees whatever they are guiding us so if we simply follow that that is called surrender to spiritual master so when we are able to surrender completely to krishna then we are free from all the miseries from that moment onwards but otherwise if we maintain some independence then material nature will keep on troubling us always so in such a manner if uh, uh, the household members family members are not completely surrendered to krishna then such attachment will bring us down in spiritual life but if family members are pure devotees attachment to them is the greatest asset of our life our spiritual life will come perfect simply by attachment to family members and if they are not pure devotees then it will degrade us in our spiritual life so our affection should be based on this fact whether they are pure devotees or they are mixed devotees or non devotees they are natural objects of affection but when they are not favorable to spiritual progress then one should not be attached to them the best process for making the home pleasant is krishna consciousness now it is not a fact that house is always unpleasant if there are all devotees in the house following perfectly krishna consciousness then it is explained here if one is in full krishna consciousness he can make his home very happy just full krishna consciousness is required then grahe dako vane dako then a person is in house or in home he'll be completely happy if one is in full krishna consciousness he can make his home not just happy please read the word here very happy he can make his home very happy because this process of krishna consciousness is very easy so prabhupa suggests here just four items so those who are householders you can read these four items very carefully and not just happy you can become very happy by this which are the four items one need only chant hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare accept the remnants of food stuffs offered to krishna second item third have some discussion 
on books like Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. Fourth, engage oneself in deity worship. These four will make one happy. One should train the members of his family in this way. The family members can sit down morning and evening. So please mark every word very carefully. Now, one word again, you please read. The third element. First element is chanting of Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Second element is honoring Krishna Prasadam only. Third element is have some discussion on books like Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. So not just reading, discussion is mentioned. So sit down and discuss with your family members. So discussion, call your neighbors. Discussion is very important. It is by discussion that we actually advance in spiritual knowledge. So we should read and then we should discuss. So thus, uh, anything that we suggest we have, uh, the programs we have started, it is very much based on the foundation of these principles mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam. And Prabhupada also is not telling something which is not in parampara of his own. There is a specific, there are many, many shlokas. Satam prasangat mamavirya samvedo bhavanti ritakarna rasayana katha. When these topics are discussed in the assembly of devotees, they become very, very uh, powerful, very potent. So potency is required. Without potency, uh, just like anybody can speak Bhagavad Gita, but if spiritual potency is there, our heart will not become cleansed. So how this potency is revealed from the scriptures, it is taken out by discussing with devotees in the association of devotees when there are discussions on this subject matter. So Prabhupada has used the word here, discussion. Have some discussion on the books. That is why we have this very important Bhakti Raksha program in which five days in a week, when we do not have classes, we discuss. So all the Vedic scriptures are nothing but discussion. And all these purports are explanations of those discussions which are happening. All the Upanishads, Vedas, Puranas, everything is nothing but discussion. And in material field also, when we ask questions, when we discuss with the teacher or our mentors, we are able to understand spiritual knowledge. Without discussion, we cannot suitably advance in our knowledge. So the, I request all of you, please participate in all these programs. Please leave this concept out of your mind. I do not like this program. I do not like that program. Yes, you can choose as per your level that these many programs I can do. But without liking or disliking, try to stick to it. Sometimes we may like it. Sometimes we may dislike it in the initial stages. In advanced stage, we will appreciate any and every program, every element of it. But initially, we have to be very, very firm to follow the guidance of the devotees very nicely. So I request all of you, uh, if not possible on all the days, at least start with some days to participate in the discussion. If you feel discussion is not good, then you initiate the discussion. You try to give knowledge to others. In discussion, everyone is open to present their points, but discussion is very, very important. So thus Prabhupada is very careful. Always, we have seen previously also, Prabhupada is stressing on this word discussion. So chanting of Hare Krishna Mahamantra, second is honoring Krishna Prasadam, third is discussion on books like Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam, and fourth is deity worship. Especially for householders, deity worship is very important. These four will make one happy. So if you want to make our family members happy, we should not think if I send my children to US for advanced education, they'll be happy. They may become more distressed, picking up wrong things over there. So we should engage them in Krishna consciousness, have them always in devotee association. Then they will be satisfied with us. If we do not give Krishna consciousness to our family members, they will always be complaining what you have done for us. 
but if we give them krishna consciousness then they will be satisfied with our service so one should train members of his family in this way the family members can sit down again please note these words morning and evening it is not morning or evening so twice program is very much important morning and evening and chant thus we have mmc twice in a day to facilitate this thing we cannot have entire discussion ideally you should hear bhagavatam bhagavad gita every day on our youtube we have all the bhagavatam sadhu sangha channels are there prabhupas audio and videos are there so at least if you cannot take out much time participate in mmc you hear something about holy name and chant the holy name so in this way morning and evening this thing is taken care but we have to follow this twice in a day the family members can sit down morning and evening and chant together hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare if one can mold his family life in this way to develop krishna consciousness following these four principles then there is no need to change from family life to renounce life there is no need to take sanyas so just see people are hankering for happiness by shifting jobs business cities and so many things when simply do these four very easy things you are cooking something cook without onion garlic offer to krishna with love and affection with a leaf of tulsi and then you honor it it is very simple and chanting hari krishna is very simple discussing bhagavad gita is very simple and deity worship is also very simple we just have to do these things in the association of devotees morning and evening and then a person can be very happy then there is no need to change from family life to renounce life but if it is not congenial it may not be possible in every family setup not favorable for spiritual advancement then family life should be abandoned one must sacrifice everything to realize or serve krishna just as arjuna did arjuna did not want to kill his family members but when he understood that these family members were impediments to his krishna realization he accepted the instruction of krishna and fought and killed them in all cases one should be detached from the happiness so this is about family life now another connecting point prabhupada is explaining here and what is that nityam cha samachitvatvam ishta anishd upapattishu in all cases one should be detached from happiness and distress of family life because in this world one can never be fully happy or fully miserable so happiness comes and goes just like seasons change distress also comes and goes so if we are attached to family life then we'll be affected by this flow of happiness and distress so if we are detached then we'll be unaffected so that is why ist anisht in desirable or non desirable circumstances i should be detached if somebody is cursing a machine shall we feel bad you see somebody is cursing a tractor or a bike on the road shall we become distressed what is the point in getting distressed somebody is cursing some bike why should i feel stress but the same thing happens here also people give fame name or criticism to machines in which we are sitting but i think oh they are praising me they are criticizing me so i get disturbed i work very hard to accumulate these false praises for the machines so we are these simply machine we are uh, sitting in these machines yantra rudhani so not getting affected by such things by the pleasant and unpleasant experiences for the machine i can remain always in a state of bliss so this is important so i should not try to accumulate any honor or try to avoid any criticism which is simply meant for this machine and we are not this machine 
So happiness and distress are concomitant factors of material life one should learn to tolerate, as advised in Bhagavad Gita. One can never restrict the coming and going of happiness and distress. So one should be detached from the materialistic way of life and be automatically equipoised in both the cases. So always remaining equipoised is important because it is only illusory praise and criticism both. If we are actually in the spiritual position, these things will not agitate us. Now, how to reach this stage? We want to remain undisturbed. We want to have this realization, how to attain. So here Prabhupada mentions, to reach that stage, we have to practice unbreakable devotional service. Devotional, devotional service to Krishna without deviation means engaging oneself in the nine processes of devotional service. Chanting, hearing, worshipping, offering respect, etc. described in the last verse of the ninth chapter, this process should be followed. Naturally, now, so one should be uh, practicing devotional service without any break. Day after day, morning program, evening program, honoring only Krishna Prasadam without any breakage, this process should be followed. And when without any break we are following, then a person comes to the stage of equanimity. Then we will not be disturbed by such things. Unbreakable devotional service with great determination is required. Then next element is, naturally when one is adapted to spiritual way of life, he will not want to mix with materialistic men. Detachment from general mass of people because we understand everybody is mad here. Everyone is thinking I am this body. That is madman. Sometimes we see madmen controlling traffic on the road. They are thinking they are traffic police. That is madness. Similarly, now we are thinking I am man, woman, intelligent, unintelligent. This is madness. So the whole world is mad. Just planning economic development and sense enjoyment, which only increases misery of life. So a person, a sane man would not like to mix with madmen. Madmen will mix with each other very nicely. So detachment from general mass of people is an element of knowledge. If you are developing this thing, means we are advancing in knowledge. That would go against his grain. He would not like to mix with materially men, materialistic men. One may test himself by seeing how far he is inclined to live in solitary place without unwanted association. Naturally, a devotee has no taste for unnecessary sporting, cinema going, or enjoying some social function. People are very fond of watching cinema, sports, and participating in social functions. You know, we should educate people. Why you are wasting time like this? Every moment should be engaged for Krishna consciousness. So, of course, devotee, Krishna consciousness is so nice. For us, social function is Balram Purnima, Janmashtami. Now, Radhashtami is coming up. So, we meet with each other in the community of devotees. We sing, dance, fast, and feast very nicely. So Krishna consciousness always keeps the devotees always satisfied. Otherwise, mundane socialism, uh, mundane socializing and mundane uh, watching mundane cinemas. We also made very nice movie. People watched many times over. That is bringing spiritual advancement. But on mundane platform, person should be very, very far away from sports, cinemas and socializing. Then. People are fond of philosophy, but when philosophy is directed towards understanding Krishna, Tattva, absolute truth, then that is the right philosophy. This is element of knowledge. Not just writing some columns in the newspapers, uh, doing physical, mental gymnastics, but using mind, philosophizing to understand what is truth of life. Tattva, Gyanartha, Darshanam. That is element of knowledge. 
one should make research to understand with what the self is concerned that is recommended here one should make research by philosophical discretion into the nature of soul then as far as self realization is concerned it is clearly stated here bhakti yoga is specially practical so thus this is the most important elements element of all the 20 elements what is that bhaktir avyavicharini so if a person somehow is able to engage in unbreakable unalloyed devotional service to krishna then all other things will develop otherwise a person has to follow slow process humility cleanliness tolerance detachment from family members and uh, remaining equipoise in happiness and distress then slowly when he approaches acharya acharya upasanam then he is able to get bhakti otherwise if directly a person is able to get an acharya and engages in bhakti all other elements manifest automatically without any separate endeavor and that process is recommended by lord krishna bhaktir avyabicharini so if a person is able to engage in such unalloyed devotional service of krishna then we have to understand such a person is advancing in path of knowledge so beginning from practicing humility so knowledge begins with practicing humility one has to practice it and it ends up to the point of realization of supreme truth absolute personality of god at krishna so this is like a staircase beginning from the ground up to the top floor begins with humility so if we are not humble enough we are anxious of getting honored by others we are offending others we are always replying back then we have not taken first step even in spiritual life devotee means very very humble from their spiritual life starts amanina manadin offering respects to all other living entities and not expecting any honor from myself this is first step and then final step is realization of krishna the personality of god now on this staircase there are so many people who have reached the first floor second floor third floor etc but unless one reaches a top floor which is understanding of krishna he is at a lower stage of knowledge thus one should understand only when we reach the topmost stage of knowledge we'll be able to get rid of all the anxieties of life so when a person attains the knowledge of krishna then that is the end of all knowledge that is the end of all education then only education makes a person happy so with this we end these elements of knowledge so i request all of you please be very very uh cautious just like we have we measure various parameters of a patient who is there in the hospital and we see oh bilirubin has come down and platelets they have increased rbc has increased vitamin b12 is good so this person is fit so we can see by seeing these elements how much we are advancing on the path of knowledge so try to see and you can have physical trackers also of these qualities if measuring 20 is difficult track five qualities every day did i violate humility did i violate tolerance and uh, did i fall for material attachment or like that so you can see how much we are advancing in our spiritual life basically